Empowering Emma, a podcast that focuses on self-care, navigating college life, and chasing success. Hello, everyone. I am recording this on August motherfucking 27th. If you're a TikToker like myself, (laughs) I don't record TikToks. I just watch them, to be fair. But August 27th has some major hype on it. And hopefully we survive to August 28th when this episode (laughs) is posted. But August 27th is supposed to be like a day of like the universe changing and setting new intentions. Um, Trump is supposed to die. Still waiting for that to happen. Um, We have a few more hours, Trump, please. (laughs) That's um, according to The Simpsons. There's like a, a prediction, like they predicted coronavirus and all these different things. And Trump's apparently supposed to die today. So we'll see. But anyway, today's episode is keys to effective training. When I originally planned this episode, there was like not really a thought in my head. Like I was just like, yeah, I want to do it. But I didn't think about the timing of the episode, but it worked out really well because I just started a new job like a week and a half ago. So a lot of the things that I've gone through in my training are fresh in my head. And as a manager, there's things that I probably would have done a little bit differently that I want to share with everyone because everyone is going to get trained at every job that you have. And I feel like I kind of like, I talk about leadership management a lot, but I feel like that's kind of the audience that I cater to is the people that are in business and college and management, like leadership, all of that kind of stuff. So I felt like it was a relevant topic to do. And so these... These are my first of all, my notes that I took. I have a business journal that I write in every time I start a new job or every time I see something at a job that I like or that anything that could be useful to my next career, I try to write down in this journal or if I were to open a business, like what things would I like to do? And so these are some like first week observations that I've made. You're probably going to hear my dog in the background. She has a a little scratch, a little itch on her chin right now. Um, but my first one is always have updated to-do lists, like an opening and closing list so that your employees know what the hell they're doing (laughs) and have updated recipes. That goes for many jobs that I've had. A lot of people don't update their their recipes. And then it's like me working in the kitchen. It's hard for me to know what the hell I'm supposed to do because everything is like scratched off and like not clear. And so I would recommend that. Provide a break area and paid breaks. This is something I love. I've never worked anywhere that where they had like a dedicated food fridge and a microwave and like you get a paid break. I've never had that anywhere that I've worked before. So that's really nice. Owners need to know all parts of the business. This is just kind of a general note that I made because this business has three different parts to it. And I think sometimes it can be hard when managers only work in like, well, not only work, but work more on one side than the other. They might not be as familiar. And I've noticed this at other places too. So I think that that's really important. Another note that I made, have a training plan and have a fucking manager train. I have run into this at so many different places. It's always just like whatever kid trains you. And that's fine. Like I'm all about empowering all of your employees and making them all feel like they're special and important. But sometimes they don't know everything and they don't think to mention things. And that's been kind of an issue for me recently because there's definitely things that they would do that a manager wouldn't do. And that's what I was taught to do. And like, it's just, 
it's confusing. And if you have a day-by-day training plan, then it works a lot better because it's been approved by management and it's a schedule of what you're going to learn every day. Because I think a huge issue with training is that a lot of people try to shove everything into one day or schedule people like a full eight-hour shift. And that's hard for people to learn and retain. So I think it's best to do like shorter shifts when you're still learning so that you can retain what you're learning and have things broken up so it's not so much at once. Um, This is another note that I made. Don't give the option to leave because, leave whenever, because things won't get done. I really like this about my job. It's like I do everything that I need to do and then I can leave because I'm in the kitchen. So as long as I've made what they need for the day, I can leave. And that works well for me, but I think in the past, based on what I have seen and heard, people would do it as quickly as they could, kind of skip out on the cleaning stuff and just leave. And so now I'm having to deal with a lot of that kind of stuff. Like the floors have not been mopped in probably like a fucking year because <laughs> they're so gross. And I was like, oh yeah, I said to Mandra, like the boy said that I don't need to mop. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, that's what I thought too. And so like, just like small things like that, like that needs to be written down in a training manual just so that everyone's on the same page. Like obviously I knew I needed to mom, but like the fact that they told me I didn't, I was like, that's not right. (laughs) Like everywhere I've ever worked, you have to mop to close, but whatever. And my last thing I think is an employee handbook, just again, so that you're on the same page and that your employees know what's expected of them. Because for example, this week, well, I'm still new, so it's okay, I'm still learning. I did the dishes and the way that I did them wasn't like up to their standards or like in a way that they wanted it done and just lots of little small things like that that I'm still learning. But if I would have known, I would have been more attentive to those things. Like, I don't know, for example, there's a little bit of trash in the trash can and they didn't like that. I need to be aware of that so that I won't make that mistake again. And I feel like an employee handbook is a really good way to do that and it's a signature no agreement (laughs) between you and the employer that you're going to do things that you need to do as always thank you and compliment your employees especially when they're new because that's some of the most overwhelming times for them and it's important that you really take the time to get to know your new employee and just have a clear training plan make training fun i worked somewhere before i think this was chick-fil-a that like instead of just like giving me like a tour of the place from the first day and be like this is the sauce this is the chicken blah 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 blah, they made it into a scavenger hunt and i've always thought that that is so much fun and i would have never thought to do that and if you make it fun then people are gonna enjoy what they're doing and yeah like i said too also don't teach too much at once And I also think it's a really good idea to meet with the new employee after every training shift to address any questions and concerns. If I would have had that at this job, I think I would have felt a little bit more prepared and I would have known what I need to do instead of just kind of guessing. For example, I almost caught the fucking kitchen on fire this week and my boss was very angry with me, but I thought that the kettle needed to preheat. In fact, not. It um, caught on fire. Well, I was on my break and I never even learned fire safety. So if you're working in a kitchen, please teach your employees fire safety and emergency safety and all the things that they need to know. And uh, along with that too, not along with fires, but like teach one position at a time. Don't teach like, for example, if you have a register, a bagger, a window person, 
don't teach all of that on one day, break it up day by day. For me and my job right now, I'm I'm a, called the main popper. I pop popcorn and I put the toppings on it and stuff. So like they taught me day by day, like the first day we're gonna pop, the second day we're gonna do caramel popcorns, the third day we're gonna do candy popcorns, the fourth day we're gonna do cheddar popcorns, something like that, just so that it's broken up a little bit. And I would make sure to also schedule your employee, your new employee during a busy time so that they have more opportunities to learn. Because if you schedule them during like the deadest hours of the day, there's gonna be no customer interaction or anything for them to do where they can like have real life experiences. So I think that's important. And then this sounds really shitty, but I always thought that this was kind of like interesting. Count a new person as a half person to your staff. That sounds so shitty because obviously no one's a half person, but for example, at a job that I worked at earlier in the year, LOL, um, <laughs> we would have like five people work if we had a new person because we only needed four, but we have five because there's an extra one and that person counts as a half because they're still learning, they're still training, they don't have the full capabilities of the other employees at that point. So I thought that that was good. So always, basically what I'm trying to say is over schedule. I don't like the term half person, even though that's something I learned from a previous boss, but something along those lines, like make sure you have enough people so that the new person doesn't feel super overwhelmed. And the last thing that I can think of, this I wrote down with a question mark by it because I still don't know how I feel about this. I wrote down establish a hierarchy just because I feel like as a new person, it's hard to know. Sometimes it's hard to know who's in charge and who isn't. Like right now, I don't know who the hell my manager is. I have no idea. And like I get being in a management shoes, I get not wanting to maybe say that you're a manager because then it makes people think of you differently. But if your new employee needs help, they need to know who to go to. And I know that there's two women that work there that are definitely seem to be more in charge than anyone else, but I'm still not sure. So I'm like, I think I would go to you, but I'm not positive. So I think it is important just to make that clear, but don't use it as like an excuse to be overpowering or anything because that's not what management's about. Management is about your employees. It's not about you or your title or any of that. It's about helping your employees. And that's why I want to be in management. It's not for the money. It's not for the title. It's to help people because I feel like that's my purpose and I like leadership and I like to be the boss as bitch. <laughs> but yeah, those are my keys to training. I think I'm going to be having some changes coming to the podcast in September, which September is literally so quick and that's kind of scaring me. But I've been playing around with the idea of expanding on social media posting more frequently, doing better quality posts, better quality recording, possibly changing the intro, possibly doing bi-weekly episode instead of weekly because two jobs and four classes is kind of a lot and I'm taking care of my dog and my um, 20 plants and my fish and <laughs> it's kind of hard to balance being back at school but probably gonna be some changes coming and I will make sure to announce all of that on my social media so make sure that you follow me as always thank you for listening i appreciate the support we're almost at 3,000 listens which is amazing thanks so much have a great weekend and i hope that you had a great august 27th